I do. And I don't. Whoa, 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 yo, 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 what's up, kids? Yeah, this is a Do and I Don't podcast show, the coolest show on the block. It's sick. We're going to be doing some great marriage, relationship, and even fucking sex advice. And uh, that's for you teenager kids. Because teen, we can swear with te- kid, teens. They're swearing all the time. They know more about sex than we do. Wow. Um, by the way, kids, don't watch porn. You know, my seven-year-old listened to our episode for children, and he was he still is irate at the way you chose to speak to kids at the top of the episode. But now I, I probably am just like redeeming myself by speaking totally like a teen. I don't know that that's the case. You know what's wild is that, like, you know, it wasn't that long ago. We were teens. and <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> and, um, but it doesn't feel that. Like, do you, if you think back, do you go like, oh, that was so long ago? Yeah, I do. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I guess if I really try to put my head there, I'm like, but like, I feel like be, with social media, especially, I'm like, well, I know how to. Like I, I'm up on trends and like, I think there's a difference between being savvy about technology. But, but but hear me out. Okay. I'm not. You're not savvy? I'm just not up on it. Like I feel like it's it goes so fast. Next thing you know, people are going like, hey, I'm low key jealous of this thing. Like low key and high key, these mm-hmm. terms. I'm like, what where did those come from? Yeah. And like you know, I mean, dope is an old one. That's not even current anymore. No, my teenagers talk to me. I have no idea what they're saying. Sick is probably not even current I don't think anymore. So. Like, it's like impossible to, and I'm like, I feel like I'm not an old guy. Right. You know, and I feel like I pay attention. Like I read stuff. I'm, but yeah, I'm, conf- I'm, I don't know the things anymore. Well, we know some things that they don't, which is why some of them have chosen yeah. to write in for Just like some if advice. You know, if you want to learn about sex, don't. Learn about it from us here now, not from pornography. Yeah, please, please, guys. Like, I, I understand the uh, the impulse to enjoy porn, yeah. but do yourself a favor and read some actual books alongside mm. watching pornography. And don't watch too much of it. And no. I'll tell you why. It's going to damage your uh, nerve endings. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to desensitize you. Yeah. Like, Did you know that, and just to scare kids, but it's true. Did you know that, like, erectile dysfunction in young kids these days is at an all-time high because of porn. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Yeah, so they when they approach an actual person, they don't have the stimulus that porn gives you. Oh. So they're suffering from those types of things, which typically would be in an, in an older person. Um, and they don't – it's harder to get it back. Hmm. Whereas with, a like, let's say a man in his 40s or something like that, if he has uh, appetite of pornography and that kind of – causes issues in that area if he quits that he can get it back easier wow i had no idea about this it's fascinating yeah i saw a youtube video about it wow mm-hmm. interesting like just some guy poorly lit in a dark like kind of dark room sort of thing just talking i'm pretty sure it's accurate well i might want to follow true. it up it with some true. research but yeah, yeah look into it certainly too much of anything is never good yeah so it. i would i would try to that's just a caution to avoid the uh what seems like a fun time, but it's better to uh, look into something a little bit more real. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we're going to answer all sorts of questions for teens. Did you mention that they've sent to, that the teens have sent to I do and I don't show at gmail.com or on our Facebook or website or whatever, Instagram? Um, yeah, so yeah. it's really exciting. 
Um, what else do teens like? Pizza pops. Pizza pops? Pizza pops. Is that still a thing? I don't know. Put, put, uh, pot. Hey, kids, don't you love... Um, I think... I feel like teenagers probably like all the same things we did, except now they have access to everything they could ever mm. want, thanks mm. to the internet. Thanks, so. internet. We just want to reach out and thank the internet. Yeah. Anyway, so should we? are we going to do question number one right yeah, away? Yeah, let's do that. Exciting stuff. Okay, question number one. What happened to romantic love? We're in an era of hookup culture. If a guy is kind to a girl, they are called a simp, which is negative. Why has it become bad to be chivalrous and show a girl interest? That's one of those classic words, simp. Yeah. Um, well, uh, it is the the. the it, it, why don't I'll I'll throw out this idea. See how you uh, like it, cat. And it's a double. It's not a double edged sword. It's like a. There's good and bad to this, and it is the uh, world of choice that we have that has sort of. Um, turned into an easy come easy go sort of um culture are you listening are you yeah i am easy come easy go up the erection thing no i was looking up simp the definition of simp Mm -hmm. in case there are any not teenagers listening to this episode oh okay read it for the uh okay a simp is someone who will say anything to please someone particularly a girl in the hopes that they will be in good favor with that person but but that has negative connotations apparently. Well, it, it, it I think it would be uh, negative if they're just saying those things in order to be in good favor. Mm-hmm. So they're saying whatever they have to do to get in someone's good books. But I think that the way simp is the way I noticed it being used by your teenage friends on TikTok, okay, <laughs> is the idea that you know. It's kind of like if you bring someone flowers, like to put it in in terms that we would use, which we would, are antiquated now. Mm-hmm. But if I were to say to my buddies, "Oh, I brought uh, my girlfriend roses the other day," they go, "You're so gay," you know. Remember right. when that yes. was a thing? So now yeah. it'd be, "You're such a simp." Okay. You're gonna bring her flowers like you're such a baby, you know. Like right. I, I just told my girlfriend that I really loved her and I wanted to have open dialogue about things. You're such a simp. <laughs> So basically, it's frowned upon to. Yeah, it's the same. Sort be a of, good partner. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> okay. be. You're more of a toughie <laughs> to be a good partner. Um, but I do believe that the the hookup culture and and just that idea of easy come easy go is because um, the next option is just a swipe away. Yeah, we we have everyone in the world at our fingertips. Yeah, Not technically, because I mean, you still. 50 mile radius or whatever but um kilometer but um yeah so you don't have to like oh what am i going to invest in this thing i'm going to try to make this work why i'm just going to get rid of this person people are disposable and i'll find the the next person right and i and it is nice that you don't have to marry the person you grew up next door to and one of the 30 people in your high school class or one of the seven people that went to your church you know you can reach out and meet just anyone yes but that doesn't mean that you are going to now stop treating them like human beings and going like oh this is a whole life that I could learn about and you know Mm -hmm. of course not every relationship has to be treated romantically and you don't have to like try so hard to make everything work but at least 
I feel like valuing people, people need to value other people maybe the way they used to. Back in the good old days. (laughs) Back in the good old days. Yeah, and I think, I love this expression that we teach people how to treat us. Mm -hmm. So if you're part of hookup culture, then create new culture for yourself. That's true, but how do you do that? If you're, I mean, I think one of the concerns is, especially if if you don't want to hook up, the default then is to say, no, I'm going to wait to have sex. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to just jump in bed with this guy or girl because I know that once they get what they want, they may leave. Right. But then if I don't jump in bed with them, they're not going to stick around either. So why why would you want them to, right? Because like, my hope is if I can hook up with them and show them a good enough time and they really do like me, that that will continue and we can actually have a real thing. Okay, Joel, from your not teenage perspective, what is the likelihood of that actually happening? If I'm the type of person that is going for conquests, mm-hmm. then it is not going to happen. Right. If, if you're, and, and then if it's not even a conquest thing and it's more of like you've defined the relationship as not a romantic thing, but just a fun thing. Yeah that the table will probably not turn. So if you genuinely liked someone, you weren't just after conquests, and they said, hey, listen, uh, I don't really want to do this just yet. I want to just kind of hang out and get to know each other. Would you just swipe on to the next person or would you invest there? Well, you know, and that's all about presentation for me, um, to be perfectly honest. So if the person says, I wait X amount of time I always find that arbitrary. That's mm-hmm. annoying to me. And so that would that would kind of just bother me. Yeah, I like to have a set number of Yeah. yeah I don't But I if somebody was too. just like this is so look at this is what's going on these days constantly. I don't want to be another hookup. I don't want to do just another hookup. Yeah. I'm actually interested in building a genuine connection. Um then I would uh respect that and yeah, if I if I knew, because sometimes it's happened where I go, okay, I know that I'm probably not going to want that. So I will not go further right. because I don't want to hurt this person. Right. I don't want to, um, you know, uh, go down that path when I'm eh, pretty sure it's not going to work out. So you, you, you have to be wary, though, especially with these stupid kids. <laughs> Not the ones that we're talking to right now, but others. But these kids. bums that will say what that, that they'll say what they need oh, to yeah. say. Oh yeah, and I think we've all had that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what happens then if you want to, um, like, if how much work is somebody that wants to hook up and wants to win a conquest? How much work is that person going to put in to gain that? Um, that will be able to show us who actually wants a relationship and is putting in the effort and time to get to know you versus that person who's saying whatever they need to say and doing whatever they need to do in order to um, get with you and then never talk to you again. I mean, I think it's about patience, right? Like if you don't feel ready and you're communicating that and they're still pressuring you, then that's not a good scene. Well, that's true, yeah. So if you if you are not comfortable, you shouldn't, first of all. Mm-hmm. And then when you arrive at a place of comfort, it's just about trust, right? Like you have to hope that they're going to be noble and stick around. 
there's always a possibility they might not. So I guess you have to be okay with that too in some ways and just make the decision based on your own comfort level. I think you're going to find also with the engaging with a person, you know, and uh, and people can be pretty, you know, tricky, but, you know, the the engagement that they do with you, like how interested are they with what you have to say about things or Mm -hmm. how much do they ask you questions about you know, your thoughts or feelings on different things and how much, of course, do they want to share about their inner feelings and and, and whatnot as yeah. well. Like all those things are going to indicate that they're not just there and people do like talking about themselves. So some of that is, <laughs> don't take it all as like, oh, he loves me. Um, but, you know, those are indications that this person wants to build something yeah. more with you. and uh and also yeah i would love to go out and just sit across from you and eat and talk and have a lovely time yeah without any sort of expectations exactly you know i'd love to even sit on a couch and sit and talk with you without having to start making out or anything like that like just spending time with you having fun with you laughing with you is enough if someone's really cool like, you know, those cool guys? Yes. Or cool girls, aloof, like, yeah, whatever, man. Like, that's, I mean, you don't want to be with someone. No, it's like, boring they're, they're and exhausting. Rapid. So, yeah, I think, you What know, happened to romance? Well, and that was the question, right? So, like, if you know you want someone who's romantic and who's someone who's interested in you for more than just a hookup, you kind of have to hold out for that person and just be willing to be more patient. Yeah, and not arbitrarily, but what, but... When you feel that they that you are connected to them and mm-hmm. they are connected to you, and that's really up to you to go, yeah, I really feel this. And don't try to feel it. Don't like go, I think I feel it now. <laughs> you know, yeah. Just let this happen. Let it happen. Let that uh, kind of naturally evolve, and uh, I'm sure it will happen. Okay. Next question. Mm-hmm. How can you tell if you're putting in more effort than the other person? And how do you bring that up effectively but calmly? Uh, well, um, how can you tell that you're putting in more effort than the other person? I always like to do um, little tests. <laughs> okay, so a great example would be, you know, let's say, like, okay, here's an example. So I have a chipmunk, Carl that I feed and uh cat was privy to me giving him a couple peanuts and she thought it was pretty cool. It was very adorable. And <laughs> so let's say I was like, okay, I want to feed Carl. And I put 10 peanuts on the counter and I'll go, Hey cat, can you bring, let, let's grab these peanuts and bring them over. You grab some and I'll grab some. If she grabs four peanuts, mm, <laughs> not really putting in as much effort. She expects me to carry six peanuts. That's your test? Yeah. But, I mean, you can use this. You can do the peanuts is difficult because you probably grab all the peanuts, mm-hmm. you know, because it's only ten. Yeah. But my point is you can, like, find uh, examples of how to do this, which make more sense. But along those lines... Um, get them to do have a task and just be like, 
can you help me with this? And if they do less, then you're putting in more effort. Yeah, I, I like this one too, where you say, you know, it's been a while since we've had, you know, we've gone out somewhere or done something. And then you just kind of leave it and see what happens. Does mm. so they take the initiative and make a plan or like at least create time in which M- to do it? But mine was a joke, Kat. Uh, and you're saying you really should test people? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I it's get, controversial, I'll admit. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the idea of te- testing. And I will say this because uh, especially for younger people, they may hear this. And this is kind of the conversation that got this podcast started. <laughs> and it's the idea of testing somebody. And I was joking about the peanut test. It's not a bad idea to put forward an idea and see where somebody goes with it, I suppose, yes. the way Kat is presenting it. Um, and just to speak to that for two seconds, there's a thing somebody came up with, and you can probably find it online at some point, which is the idea of bids. Where in relationships we always yeah. put bit, give each. Did yeah. it, have we talked about this on? No, the we haven't. But I know this concept. But you give so you you present someone mm-hmm. with a bid for their attention or their um, appreciation or something, and if they kind of ignore it or throw it back in face or whatever, those aren't healthy. But if they acknowledge that bid, you know, and then back, it goes back back and forth, and everyone's yeah. open with all these bids, um, that's a good relationship. So. Um, so you going, man, it's been so long since we've, you know, gone out. It's a bit passive aggressive, but it is a bid Mm -hmm. and they can be like, oh yeah, that's true. Maybe we should do something about it. Yeah. That's enough of a... That's perfect. You know, yeah, absolutely. They don't have to be like, oh, well I'll book the restaurant. Like it doesn't, it just, just as long as you acknowledge it and go, oh yeah, yeah, let's, let's, uh, you want to go to the park or, you know, whatever it is. I think it's a feeling too, right? Like, I think if you are putting in more in your relationship than you're receiving, you have this sort of perpetual sense of longing that doesn't go away where you feel like you're not really being seen and you feel kind of lonely, which is a weird way to feel when you're in relationship with someone, but that's a really good sign that you're doing most of the work. Like, oh, I, I keep on initiating. Yeah, and everything. it can also, that dynamic can create anxiety too, where you're like not sure if the other person's all that interested or as interested. You feel it in an anxious way. I'm the first one that texts. I'm the, I'm the you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I'm the only one that's saying sweet things. The other person is yeah. doing one sentence and it's matter of fact or, you know. Yeah. Um, Every single thing we've ever done has been because I've planned it. Yeah. Right, like, yeah. so th- these are big signals that you're that the other person is just not as invested. And how are they showing up for you when you need somebody? Right, like mm-hmm. if you have something stressful happening in your life, or you know, there's something big happening in the world. How are they there? Are, are you able to talk about it and support each other? Are they aware of the fact that you might need a little bit more emotional support, or is it just like every person for themselves, and you're fighting a lot through it? Um, you can tell that you're not on equal playing field in that way as well. Mm-hmm. So all yeah. important things. Um, and how do you bring that up effectively but calmly? Oh well, just don't have weapons nearby when yeah. you do it. Don't have anything. <laughs> Listen you to can our throw. previous episode and teach them how to have an imago conversation. Yeah, do it. Do do it with social distance. So you're already yelling. So you can't get <laughs> yes. in, tr- in trouble for yelling because you're already yelling at each other. Uh-huh. 
Um, I think when you need to talk about something tricky, you really have to frame it in terms of how you feel and what you need instead of starting to use like blameful language. That, but what's I think really important in it, and I feel like, um, well, we all get bogged down with this, but I feel like when you're newer to these things, if you're a younger person, and I know that I was in younger relationships where this was a lot more common, and it's not really having a, and I like not really being focused in what you want to talk about and what you need. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're frustrated. You, you kind of know that the other person, maybe f- you feel like they're not as present as you are. Um, but maybe you haven't even, you just are like, I just don't get why I don't feel good. You know, like you, you sometimes it's just, you have these feelings and you go and present them to a person. They don't know what to do with them because they're just feelings. Yeah. You have to be like, no, no, I feel like this because of this. Maybe even have some examples that you have, you know, that that come to mind. And be ready to calmly just say, this is, like, present your idea, almost like it's a school project or something like that. (laughs) That's a good idea. You know what I mean? Good advice. Yeah. Here here is my PowerPoint presentation. (laughs) Not so formal, (laughs) of course, but you're saying, like, I, I truly know what I'm upset about. And I also know what the solution is. Yeah. Because if you come to someone with a problem with them, it's different when you're coming to them with a problem uh, about life and you don't have the solution, yeah. but you want to talk about it. Yeah. But if you're coming to them and saying, I'm, I'm upset or feeling uh, let down somehow because of you, but I don't know what you can do to fix it, mm-hmm. that's not really fair. And the other person's going to be pretty lost because they'll be like, well, now I'm going to come up with the ideas for the solution, which right. which if the idea is we spend more time together and they go, okay, I will adjust my schedule or I will spend less time over here. Yes, of course, that's their responsibility to figure out how they're going to do that. Yeah. But, but you should have a solution as far as what you want to see. Yep, I think that's really, really Yeah, and a lot of times we forget that good. part. We just come in... And with we the go, complaints. Okay, I, I'll be calm with the complaint, but you then they'll what they'll do is they'll go, Well, that's not true. And you'll go, Well, yes, it is. And you know it isn't. Why how why do you think that? And then you'll be like, Oh man, I wish I had prepared my notes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> to be like, yes, well, these fifteen days I initiated conversation, you didn't even really respond. You know, yeah. I just don't feel like you're present. You never, you know. And uh yeah, so that's how just focus before the uh, the uh, interaction, yeah. not not hope you'll be focused during. Yeah, because you won't be. You won't be because emotion starts to come up and mm-hmm. gets it can get tricky. But can I talk about this testing? Yeah, talk about testing because I want these. I want I, I, people don't talk about it enough, mm-hmm. and you'll hear this probably if you um, interact dating or not even necessarily dating with uh, people that are pieces of garbage. They'll do something, some some strange behavior or some poor behavior, um, and you'll go, why did you do that? Why did that just happen? And they will say, because I was, I was just testing you. And you passed. I didn't text you for a week because I wanted to see what you would do. I wanted to see if you'd go crazy. And you passed. You didn't lose your mind, you know? Um, that's gaslighting. That's somebody being treating you, um, trying to, they're manipulating you mm-hmm. ultimately. It's wrong. 
And if they do that, you should never talk to them again. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of behavior is not okay. Yeah. If someone ever says, I was just testing you, yeah, walk the other way. Yeah, I think intentional testing of someone is yeah. not great. Again, if, if it's like, I want to put a bit out there, maybe that's something you can do. But Yeah, I think it's much better to be direct with your needs. It usually comes after bad behavior, that, mm-hmm. turn, that, that way of, like that idea. Oh, I was just testing you. I didn't do anything wrong. I was just testing you. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, you know, it's brutal. Yeah, it's not very clear. It's, it's, it's absolute garbage. Anyway, okay, so question number three. Yes. How can you approach a conversation about taking things to the next level without, being it, without it being too intrusive or confrontational? Are we talking emotionally or physically? I don't know. Let's say, I, I, I mean, like either. Emotional. I feel like the same tactic should apply. Well, what is the, so what, without it being what? Without it being too intrusive or confrontational. I feel like you think that taking it to the next level um, sexually can be intrusive or confrontational. I guess it depends on if the other person's, I guess, ready for it. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like that's more like what are we yeah <laughs> I, think it, I think it's that question what are we doing what are we doing like is this like are we are we serious right now what, what am i some simp i'm gonna take your advice Back on that off. one hmm? i'm gonna take your advice on that one the last time we had this question from an adult you said don't ever ask that question you should never have to ask that question. You would just know type of thing yeah Let it organically yep. breathe and become a thing yeah and, and i think that that goes kind of what, what what these other questions have touched on and that's the idea that you know what are you what are you watching for mm-hmm. you know and if you have to present an argument with somebody to say you haven't been texting me enough i mean some people are not as into texting as other people yeah and also like teenagers are kind of just learning all of this stuff for the first time yeah so it it you know, that's, I don't want to say that they just don't care, but, um, but that also could be something about compatibility too. Yep. Right. For Maybe sure. Mr. No text should be with Mrs. No text and then they can go and they just want to go sit in silence on a fishing boat. Maybe that's their thing. <laughs> and maybe you want to text with somebody about whatever anime you guys are watching because <laughs> you're a couple of nerds. <laughs> no, those would be geeks. And that's what you're really into. Well, find that person that yeah. you really enjoy. But uh, in this case, it's like, yeah, we're not, we don't want to really bother with that question mark. Mm-hmm. It's more of the, um, you know what I would say? Yeah. Go ahead. No, say. Validate somebody with your feelings and see what they respond with. Like, so, How, so you, you're sitting there and you're like, oh man, I really love spending time with this person. I would love to be more than, like I'd love, love to feel secure and know that I'm in a serious relationship or whatever. Mm. So present that idea, not necessarily in those exact words, right. but be like, hey, I, I'm, by the way, I just wanted to let you know, I just love spending time with you. I think you're really, really great. And honestly, you're like one of my favorite people or something like that. Yeah. And see if they respond with like, yeah, like I think our sex is great too. 
because that <laughs> <laughs> that will tell you what you need to know. That will be that will be what if, them like, what if they're just friends and they want to take it up a notch? Oh, interesting. Well, that again, you can express your feelings. Yeah, and see how they respond. Yeah, I love spending time with you. Um, I've actually, I sometimes think of you as like we could even date like i'd even be open to dating you yeah. type of thing like all that's all you can do exactly throwing something on someone and you know what that's not intrusive or confrontational no. it's kind of sweet and if they're not into you they're gonna not be into you and yeah. that's okay because there's lots of other people out there and you know what's really great about it is that when you present an idea to somebody you're just saying you're just putting it out they don't even need to respond no, exactly. you're not even it's not open for them yeah. to crush your dreams <laughs> Or or, not. or accept them, so yeah. you can just be like, "Hey, I this is how I feel. I really like this, yeah. and that's there. That's out there." Yeah. If you go, "Hey, I've been thinking that we should date each other. Do you think you would like to date me? Because I really like you, and I think you should date me. I think we'd be a great couple." Then he that is or she maybe needs both to go, intrusive and confrontational. Yeah. Then they need to go like, "Oh, um." Uh, well, I ha- I guess you're really point- pointedly asking me something here. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe avoid that kind of language and just be like, yeah, this is me. This is my thing. Yeah. And uh, if you're not into it, that's fine. We can still get ice cream. Yeah. And be prepared to be okay if they're not into it. Yeah. Because that happens. Um, okay. Next one and last one. We got four for this we episode because we're like plowing through them. Okay. That's um, great. What is the best or easiest way to break up with someone? Well, I don't like when my exes um, and when people that I've hurt, because um, I always do the breaking up, I don't like when they still exist. So I usually like to find a way that they will accidentally, quote unquote, pass away. What? Falling off a cliff oh my is God. always good. So Do not listen to him, please, <laughs> young people of the world. Just um, he crazy falling down on a pile of spikes. <laughs> uh, well, that was a super helpful answer, Joel. Thanks so much. No problem. I think you just have to be straightforward and tell them. Do they, they just what's the most effective way to break up with well, them? Well, they said both easiest and best, and I think mm-hmm. we know that those are not the same thing. Easiest would be to ghost them, which is terrible. Yeah. I think that's an awful thing to do. If you, I think ghosting is great, but only like if you're breaking up with somebody means you've been dating them officially, so yeah. you wouldn't want to ghost somebody no. like that. But uh, I'm all for ghosting people you just started talking to a little bit. Oh, I don't even think that's ghosting. I think that's just like being pragmatic. Yeah, like if you've just been having a conversation exchange with someone and you you move on. Although I usually, I'm trying to think back to when I did like online dating. I think I would say, hey, listen, I'm going offline for a while or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I've I've gotten, um, uh, oh, you know, I wasn't, I thought I was ready to date, but I'm not ready to date anymore. I'm like, "Mm, yeah, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think, but I mean, you can't take it personally because no. these people don't know you personally. No, exactly. They they don't. They haven't gotten to <laughs> know you. Like nothing. It's just the surface. Yeah, you've talked for like ten messages. Messages. It's like okay, you've determined I'm not the type you want to meet. That's fine. Do you think it's okay to break up by text? I know you you said once that you did like a, we're going to take a break, and yeah. then there was a phone call breakup yeah. after the break. Yeah. Um, but like, let's say there was no break. Is it okay to do it by text when you're a teenager? You know, 
who's to say what's okay and what's not okay. People are going to get upset about it. Yeah, they are. And they're going to be bummed that you... I feel like that we should make a new normal that you can break up via text. Honestly, I this is contrary to what you might guess that I would say because I think interpersonal skills are important to develop. But I remember some of my breakups when I was a teenage girl. And if I didn't have to put myself in that situation again, I definitely wouldn't have. Yeah, like why do you have to sit and cry in front of someone? Well, no, I, I mean like if I was breaking up with them, sometimes they get really aggressive and weird. Oh. So in that case, I would have loved to have had the capacity to be able to sure. text someone and be like, yeah, this isn't really working out for me. So I don't know. I mean, in a perfect world, it would be ideal to be able to sit down with someone that you've been seeing and say, I think that I need us to not be together anymore because it doesn't work. And, and he, then that's and he, okay. Here's a hot tip. You know, um, just allow the conversation via text. Because like you, if you like go, hey, we need to talk in text mm-hmm. and then break up with them via text, mm-hmm. well, that's not necessarily... Um, that nice to seemingly but (laughs) if you um start a uh you know completely nice easygoing conversation and then you like just guide it down a road that leads to deciding that you shouldn't be together now you've got a little trick there, which is fine because you're breaking up, so you're allowed to be a little bit manipulative. Um, no, <laughs> but but it, you know, I'm not. In, are you opposed to this whole concept with the text breakup? Because then it's like they break up, but it's like it just happened organically in the conversation, as the other person believes, and you're just like it was just an organic. It just we the idea of not being together just came out. I I can't help that. Like the teenage mastermind that could execute that well, I would be really impressed by. Send us a message. We'll we'll write you a script. We'll write you a script on how to break up. That's terrible. <laughs> That's really funny. I don't know. I, I just think. But like if a relationship is ending, yeah. why do we need to, to have that? Like you're still taking the time. You're saying this is why. Why do you need to go and do it in person? What's the value of that? This is a genuine question. I think doing it in person makes it more personal and uh, it kind of shows... But you're separating. Yeah, but there's still hopefully some respect that you have for the other person. If they've been horrible to you, if you've caught them cheating or doing something that's totally deplorable, then by all means, break up by text. But if you've just decided that maybe your feelings are changing or maybe you've met someone else who you think you're more compatible with or they're just not like being able to kind of meet you at the level you want, I think it's nice to be able to sit down person to person and say like, you know, this has been nice, but it's not working ultimately and that's it. I had a horrible, I did a horrible breakup once that was just like you would probably oh, that's awful. That's not the way you should do it. Um, this was this girl I feel like I've mentioned that there was a lot of indifference in the relationship mm-hmm. and I felt that they were, were, weren't present. And I got the sense like she uh, was withdrawing even more. So she, I feel like, I felt like the, this, this breakup was inevitable. It was coming. Or maybe I, there was part of me that was like, maybe it's not inevitable, but she's questioning again. And we've been in this relationship for so long and she's been so indifferent that 
I was just like fed up with it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there, there's no, like, why is this continuing like this? Why doesn't she know by now? It should be a yes or no. Like yeah. at a certain point, you know, you've, you've spent time with someone for three years or whatever. Like you should know all that I have to offer and all my colors and everything like that, yeah. that you should be able to go, yeah, yeah, I want to either work on things that are maybe a problem or um, continue down this road or yeah, no, this, this isn't going to work for me. Right. Like you should kind of have that idea. Um, so she was being, uh, even more distant than usual and, uh, spending time like going like, Oh, I can't come down. I can't come down. I can't come down. Like I can't come over because I have to spend time with my dad or I have to do this or I have to do that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, I get it. You're done. And maybe you're working up towards the breakup thing or whatever. And I just pulled off the band aid, yeah. and I did it via text. Yep. I was like, it's fine you don't have to come down anymore, you know? And, I, and it was a conversation right. over text. But it was just like, yeah, I'll have your stuff over here. You can pick it up. You don't have, you know, and yeah. we did not see each other. I think that's okay in that scenario. Yeah, and it had, but that was like, there was like a, a wind up to that final end moment, which was a text, which was a text conversation. But, but yeah, throughout that, like I think it was like two weeks or something leading up to that, we we didn't see each other. We never saw each other after that time. I think that the writing was really on the wall in that case, right? Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Like you're going to know that you're not going to hurt the other person by just breaking up with them by text. Yeah, so both people were on board with this yeah. version of breaking up. Yeah. And I think, you know, I don't know how it is all the time for everyone at whatever age, but I feel like when you're younger you have the sense that that's how things should go more. Mm-hmm. And so you would be more offended if someone broke up with you over text. We were together for six months and I got a text, you know. <laughs> how could he? You know, you can take that. I would never, I would ignore that, taking that personally if that happens to you right. or vice versa. She, he, whatever, it doesn't matter. But... um because that's just the other person making that choice. It's on them how they, you know, choose to deliver that message. Um, again, I wouldn't take it personally or whatever. But, yeah, maybe it feels more right to get together and look face-to-face and mm-hmm. say, we can't be together for these reasons and let's talk about it and give the person a chance to say their piece yeah. because they want to do that. They want to be heard. But I would um, say that I don't subscribe necessarily to that as a counterpoint and that go ahead and break up via text. Yeah, we permission to break up <laughs> yeah. by text when you're a teenager. Yeah, for sure. And, <laughs> you know, especially because uh, chances are you're breaking up. If you're a teenager, when you're asking this question and you break up, you're not it's not a long relationship yeah it's a shorter relationship because you if but it be was prepared long in your 20s. as you grow older and develop deeper relationships you will be required to break up face to face at some point yeah you may have to but there's ways around it um <laughs> uh, okay so now we come to your curveball Ooh, i'm gonna use a hip-hop theme please god for cat's curveball oh what, what you gonna, gonna ask cat what, what you gonna, gonna ask baby 
Okay, what was the hardest part of being a teenager? Ooh. Um, well, I think for me, it was just not being aware that I could shave off all my pubes <laughs> and be happy. <laughs> like, it, there, it was itchy, you know, I just wasn't aware that like, oh, I can just constantly be shaving them off completely so they're gone. Because that's a lot nicer. Um, so I think, yeah, the only hard thing that I ever endured as a teenager... Was having pubes. Was having pubes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> wow. But that's a hot tip, kids. Um, the hardest part of being a teenager is insecurity. And, uh, yeah, absolutely not being sure of yourself. And still explore. And man, there's probably teens, and you've probably met them that are just like so full, like so sure of themselves already. Mm-hmm. There's an interesting juxtaposition. I feel like um, when you're a teenager, there are some things that you're so sure of, and especially uh, if you've had like a strong, some strong parents that have like instilled things in you (laughs) you know like this is how the world works yes whatever values right and you know because parents often like to have that unified front where they say this is how things are right and you go okay that's how things are because these people that care about me told me that Mm -hmm. then as you so so you you're a teenager and and other kids will be like this is how things are and you're like "Mm, i don't think so (laughs) you guys don't know what you're talking about so you're really sure about that, but at the same time, there's a lot of uh, changes and, and things going on and, and social pressures that you feel probably more because they, they're they like under a microscope. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, oh, what is it all, like, what does all of this mean? You know, like, wh- what am I, am I this because I do that? Am I, th- you know, what is, you know, so you're freaking out about it. Um, and there's, so there's so many personal insecurities, right. but like about the world, Hopefully you're confident. But then as you get older, it feels like there's a shift there where you're like, well, I don't, I can't, I can't be that concerned that I wear briefs instead of boxers. <laughs> I know people think box, uh, briefs are dumb and boxers are so much cooler. I like the way a man looks in boxer. I just wear briefs, whatever. I can't be that insecure about it. And yeah, I'll take off my pants and, be in breathe. I don't care. Whatever. Life, life will go on. Yeah. You know, take it or leave it. That's yep. the type of underwear I wear. But when you're when I was a kid, like that would I would just be like, oh man, I wear briefs. I'm such an embarrassment. No one will ever love me. Yeah. How can I be so stupid? Should I try boxers? I don't like them. They're not comfortable. Um Yeah, you just kind of grow into your own, I guess. Don't yeah, you, you start going like, eh, this is who I am. This yeah. is and then then even Further, you go, oh, I was a weirdo. I was a bit of an oddball, but that's made me more unique and interesting than the average people. Now I'm actually the, I feel very confident in my strangeness. Yes. Now my strangeness is at a premium. Yeah, absolutely. So different attitude there. But you start going, but those things that my parents told me may not be true. (laughs) 
Right. So now I'm starting to get more and more and more insecure as time goes on about what I would have believed in, you know, when I was 18 wholeheartedly. Yeah. You know, like these are things that are 100% true. So be prepared for that. To question everything. Yeah. You're yeah. going you're gonna to start with the, and that's a good place to be. Mm-hmm. Super confident, dealing with your personal stuff. And it's, you know, what you're going to learn is all the personal stuff doesn't matter at all. It doesn't, because <laughs> you're going to find your your other freaks, if you want to yes. put it that way. You're yeah. going to find your other weirdos. And I wouldn't even rely on those ideas, like being a freak or being a weirdo. And that's another thing that I never got into, well, I guess in my own way. But, you know, there's people that like try so hard to be unique. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a fool's errand in and of itself. Yeah, for sure. You know, don't you don't need to worry about that. Just like be yourself. And even if that person is like what some people might consider boring. Or too much know, or... Or whatever it is. Strange. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I think I, I, be, I, I embody a lot of those ideas in myself. Like I'm boring to some people because I don't drink. I don't do any of these drugs or anything like that. So I'm boring. At the same time, I'm the most weird, <laughs> loud <laughs> character that people are like, oh, what is your, what do you even, what's your thing? Like, you know, as well. So I'm an odd, do- I'm an oddball. Uh-huh. It's like, what, good, th- good thing Joel doesn't get drunk. We don't know <laughs> Can what. Can you even imagine <laughs> We don't know Joel. what he would be in that. So just be who you are and don't worry about it. Not to say that I don't sometimes still feel a little bit of trepidation, like, oh, is someone going to like me? Or <laughs> am I, you know, what's going to happen in this social setting? I have those feelings. But, um, but yeah, you can start thinking about what's important in life. Yeah. Those are the big questions that you're going to struggle with for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, true. Very true. <laughs> you're never going to really know. But maybe if you do find the answer, let us know. Yeah, and, please, uh, write to us. <laughs> We are still searching. And, uh, yeah, because that's, that's re- really where the power is. But anyway, did we uh, Good curveball. Thank help you. these kids? I don't know. I hope so. Please send us messages if we uh, – send us – if you have any questions, write us at show at gmail.com or on any of our social meds. And uh, <laughs> we're here every Monday for you, so sub- su- subscribe – Give us a rating or a review. We don't yeah, please. We love some reviews. Uh, it's been a while. Kat and I basically do this for attention. So if mm-hmm. we could get more of that. Yeah, and to validate. Yeah, some validation, yeah. some attention, yeah. some love and admiration. Yeah. Small asks. Uh, we'd appreciate it. And uh, just before we go, one more thing I just would like to say. You do want to feed your plants once a month during the summer months. <laughs>